0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Stripes, the Bianconeri podcast, the podcast for Juventus fans all over the world by Juventus fans all over the world. I'm extremely honoured today because we have the first professional guest and uh, he is Alberto Mauro. He works with the Radio Bianconera, one of the best people at Radio Bianconera, actually I really enjoy listening to him every day. I think he he, he makes a, a really great couple with Marcus Padavecchia. and he writes for Messaggero and he works for Sky Sport and as always uh, Tiago is me, with me. Hi Tiago, how are you?
1: Hi, great. It's so good to talk about Juventus once again.
0: Yeah, Alberto, I hope my introduction was uh, quite fair or quite correct. I don't know if you want to add anything, if you want to introduce yourself or you let's go straight to Thank the news. you very much. It's been a great introduction
2: and uh, it's really nice to speak about Juventus also in English. I'm used to, to speak uh, of Juventus daily, in Italian, and uh, uh, it's rare for me to, to speak in English, so it's uh, it, it's uh, something I enjoy, and so let's go straight to the news.
0: Yeah, as uh, Tiago uh, like to say, it's uh, like uh, having a barbecue between yes. friends. Sure. Right, Tiago?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so we are in the middle of the international break, Okay, so Italy needs to play the second game, and uh, honestly, I dislike a lot international break and uh, especially in this period I think like in the international travel is really really safe but we we are expecting like uh, uh, news for about uh, Juventus Napoli because uh, as uh, as uh, normally in Italy nobody's deciding anything and so I'm gonna ask Alberto what you think is gonna happen and what the judge what the federal judge about... Uh, is gonna is, go, is gonna rule about uh, Juventus. Now.
2: Very very difficult and complicated. It's really a difficult matter here in Italy uh, because uh, there are many features um, and it's not easy. We know that uh, um, by the law of um, of the sport of soccer, um, after a team uh, doesn't present it herself uh, at a game. Um, uh, and the referee writes it down. Um, usually, um, the judge um, rules the, the loss at Tavolino, you say, in, in Italian, no? Uh, so, um, Napoli should um, should be um, reported uh, with the loss 0-3 on the table, you say in, it, in Tavolino. Uh, this by the law, but um, actually, uh, what happened uh, for juventus napoli is a little bit, a little bit out of the um, uh, of the ordinary uh, because um, napoli uh, said he couldn't make it to torino due to the decision of asla um, that uh, um, said that due to coronavirus positivity inside the squad the team um, napoli couldn't travel to Torino and actually Asle uh, stopped the, the, the team from traveling right a few hours before the the takeoff by playing. So this is a really, really complicated matter and um, that's why the, the judge, the, the, the soccer judge, decided to take some more time uh, thinking about the situation and trying to evaluate the situation better uh, to try and reach a decision and i think that in every in in, in every case the decision will be uh, will be um, talked about because um, if, if it goes towards napoli then um, in this case um, the the decision would go against the protocol that's been written down uh, by, by the federation, right. the soccer federation, uh, in, with the, the government, yeah. and so this could be the first time, and it could Here. bring some more teams. Uh, uh, the, exactly. the example of Napoli could be followed by other teams. Maybe I don't know Genoa, who has 22 positive for for COVID, or many other teams that could say, wait, wait, if Napoli didn't show herself, uh, didn't show up for the for the game, and uh, Napoli didn't lose 0-3, well, maybe we can do the same. So this is an example. Um, the other, in the other way, if uh, the the judge rules um, the the 3 against Napoli, uh, I think the Napoli supporters will go wild about it. So in, in every case, it's a really really complicated decision. I think that in this case, the rule, uh, the the judge should rule 0-3 against Napoli. But it's it, it's more, uh, it's really more complicated than, than it seems. So I can expect. Uh, Uh, That that at the end of everything, um, the the, the judge could not give the 0-3 against Napoli, but just uh, uh, maybe um, a fine or something like that. And I think in either way, it should be a decision that that will make uh, history in uh, in, uh, soccer in Italy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, honestly, you know, uh, uh, I agree. And um, just for our listener, when Alberto to see as is yeah. the local health authorities in Italy. Okay. And yeah, Tiago, I know you want to say something.
1: Yeah, because the that sensation is that that Monday, that Sunday, I mean, we thought that maybe that three zero would be like, yeah for sure. Then during the week, uh, we thought like that, postponed decision would be like a risky to the football in general, but to the league and the impressions from the fans all over the, the board to to the league at all. But it's such a, a weird sensation that Every single couple of days, we have a different sensation about what the, the judge will decide about this. Uh, Wiedel, thi- <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and that happens a lot in Brazil, especially in sport decisions as well. But you think that that is quite, it's quite a difficult thing, even for the journalists, yes. to analyze every single action from from the things yeah, of the pitch? Absolutely. Uh,
2: I don't know, uh, I can't compare to other. Uh, um, uh, I don't know, I, I can compare to England, to France, because I, I, I don't live the, the soccer in France, uh, in England, in Spain. But I, I, I know that in Italy it's really, really difficult uh, because, um, you know, there is a lot of contamination of politics in soccer in, in Italy. Uh, in, in Serie A, uh, there's a uh, lot of features politics politics uh, in, in every level. From Serie A to Serie B to Serie C uh, in the teams, in the federations, so uh, it, it's really, really much difficult. One example, a, a big example, um, uh, De Laurentiis uh, a few months ago um, supported uh, publicly De Luca. Uh, that's a candidate for um, for for Campania for for. Um, Okay, yeah, uh, the exactly the region, and he, w- with a post on, on social media, supported uh, this candidate. Uh, and a few months later, uh, De Luca, the uh, ASL, that's a local authority um, of of Campania, decided that Napoli couldn't take off from the plane uh, with the plane to go to Torino. So. Uh, you understand? There's a, uh, um, a political feature that uh, that that goes inside the the, the, the soccer world, and uh, it's really really difficult to relate, to speak about this, uh, and to try to understand uh, these the things because it's not it's no more soccer, it's no per it's no more pitch four four two or offside. We're speaking about political components that are, are going in, uh, inside the the soccer world, so it's very very complicated. Extra.
0: Yeah, exactly. Honestly, look, and uh, it's hard to understand if you don't really follow Serie A or Italy matter really close because it's a completely yes. different world. What I'm really I'm really mad about is that uh, uh, Juventus-Napoli is one of the big, biggest games in, in Serie A and Serie A is trying hard to get... Uh, to get back to what Syria was like in the in the 80s, in the 90s, in the early 2000s, and then you have people like the Laurentis that don't not always don't, don't invest. Hardly in the team, but tried to use every rule in his favor. Okay, so that makes me mad because honestly, I feel that was like a really a shame on Italy. We see like there is country, sport in the country like United States right now, where COVID is really, yeah. really, really bad. The situation with COVID is really bad, but they're able to come together. You see like yesterday NBA. Completed the, the the season and were able to and and uh, to celebrate the Lakers as a new champion. MLB is trying to do is doing the same without going on a bubble. NFL is trying hard to complete their season. And you speak in the NFL, there is similar with the, the, at least like 150 p- players and people per team. And but there's going moving the same direction to save the season because there is a lot of money involved so that's make me mad honestly i don't even care about the 3-0 it's about the the image of italy that the the rest of the world that we show to the rest of the world that's make me so so mad about that and people in italy really don't understand this part of the game
1: Moving to that, yeah. As I said the uh, the other week, I think Napoli deserves a fine, a huge fine because of, of what that made to the world an impression about our league. You know, it's it's uh, move on, go on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean.
0: <laughs> Look, and uh, not only this. Uh, a couple of days ago, we had the De Luca. Having like releasing a statement uh, with the hard hard word on uh, Agnelli and on Juventus. Like uh, it's look okay, it's gonna be like a common thing in Italy blaming Juventus for everything. And uh, we know that uh, Juventus really never, never replied to this uh, false accusation last week. Like Le Yeni Show, I no, one of the most popular Italian channel, still going back talking about uh, Inter Juventus and I mean, having uh, uh, about the second yellow about Pjanic and what we know that it was a false accusation so I'm going to ask Alberto why Juventus doesn't reply to this accusation and because fans are really really tired of this yeah, I think Juventus. it's a
2: question that many Juventus supporters ask themselves and ask also Juventus and uh, uh, Agnelli Paraticin and I think it, it, it can be um, once uh, the, the major thing is about Juventus' style, I think that the Agnelli, Paratici and uh, prefer to maintain Juventus' style and, and, and to not uh, get themselves in these uh, troubles uh, that, that are often uh, made like De, Luca, uh, De Luca's words against Juve, against Agnelli, against Ronaldo. I really, some, I really like insults and I think that getting to the level of De Luca and responding to him uh, and maybe responding after his uh, response uh, could get Juventus uh, like in, in a big fuss, in a really big fuss. So um, I think that in this case Juventus doesn't want to get down to the level of De Luca, of insults, of, of, state, of really bad states, statements to maintain their style. Uh, on the on the other hand, I think maybe sometimes um, a statement from um, the, so, uh, the Juventus uh, society, uh, 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 Agnelli or could be uh, could be greeted also by by the fans. Uh, maybe fi- fans wait. Um, a move uh, from 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 Juventus and and sometimes it it, it could come it, it it could be really useful to to maybe put a stop uh, upon accusations like you when you said about the yene and uh, and maybe also uh, insults and and bad words about De Luca. but i think in this case juventus want, wants wants to, t- to 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 remain outside from the troubles and also outside from the big dust and and the big fuss that others make. So in this case, I think it's it's a, it's a it's a way to cho- the Juventus chooses to 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 stay outside and to watch others maybe make fuss but not get inside the fuss with others.
0: Yeah, I don't know, Thiago, you agree with this approach or you would like Juventus to
1: yeah, be more? Yeah. Honestly, I don't like that that chit chat outside the pitch too much. I think that the Lucas Bulls were like speed traps in a highway where you when you need to slow down, calm down, and breathe, and then you go because otherwise you're gonna be, be create another situation. And I think there is a FIFA statement that you can't be related with political things uh, outside the pitch, even if it, it seems it doesn't matter to, to men like uh, Lotito, Zamparini, Cellino, and, uh, and De Laurentiis. But, you know, we don't like use it to see that. You know, there's orthodoxical mentality from, from our president's club owners, and it's such a thing that we are used to, but our fans need to probably are use it to, to to see our 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 chairman and it doesn't yeah but fall you for know that.
0: and uh, at the end of the day you know that 99 98 percent of the <laughs> this accusation are basically false false statement you know but <laughs> but and uh, they're clickbait news okay but yeah. the perception that uh, uh... On from people that doesn't follow soccer that much, because the true fans know that they need to know that this is a false accusation. But let me say that uh, uh, people that are not like fans and they always see Juventus accused of this and that, that they can get the wrong image of what's happening. And uh, let me speak about since we're talking in English right now, and uh, this is what comes to the to the. Um, not in Italy. It looks like Juventus is always involved with bad things. Like, I don't want to think about the Suarez uh, <laughs> test because we have like a, a weather forecast website uh, creating a, 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 a piece, uh, a clickbait piece about Suarez, and then uh, they uh, put it like uh, in, a, in, a, in a bad view the Juventus name. So I think sometimes I, I, I don't disagree with them being silent, but sometimes they, they need to reply. Because, uh, Especially because you're right. That's it. So that's my... So going back to <laughs> to the pitch, <laughs> since we haven't talked about the pitch uh, <laughs> till now, let me ask you, Alberto, what you think about uh, the new Juventus, uh, what you think about Pirlo. And I still going to thank you because uh, during the first press conference, you had a question of... of uh, uh, to uh, to Pirlo about Wayne where we found out that basically Wayne was out of the door so
2: yeah uh, i think uh, um, he surprised me because i, I thought he was going to go with a, a statement like like always ah we'll see we'll speak and, and we'll see instead the Pirlo uh, was very um, um, said things maybe some some trainers don't say, and he said, "Wait, I, I, I already spoke with with Iguain. He's out of the project, so uh, he's gonna leave, I think." And indeed, he, yeah. Iguain left. So uh, I was a little bit surprised. He was uh, much direct, much uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, he was saying the truth. In some 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 other trainers, maybe the the first second. Press conference in, in yeah in in their Fair life admit, you know? would have chosen yeah. another way. Pirlo went straight, and so I think uh, this uh, this speaks about Pirlo in in, in some way. Maybe then uh, maybe much more than than other things, and I think the. Um, I'm very curious about uh, his, still about his Juventus because I think we we we, we only saw a little mm, small things. Uh, I think that the real Juventus uh, will, uh, people will show us. Uh, I think in December or January because now he's making some experiments. He's trying to find the best position for some players. I think there, are, uh, like I I, I said uh, today with uh, with with Marco on air, like there are a lot of players who doesn't have a specific position now, uh, and Pirlo will have to, to find it, maybe trying, uh, maybe experimenting, but I think a few months will go by, about trying the position of Kenny, of Artur, uh, of Bernardeschi, uh, Morata, which is the best position, uh, centre-forward, or maybe uh, with, with Ronaldo, but I think in this weeks, in this first matches, uh, Pirlo has to experiment. And then I think he will find the, the right uh, the right Juventus and also the right uh, system uh, to play. And around January, I think Juventus will go straight with one uh, uh, with with, um, with the players uh, that that are um, are in fact the, the, the ones the chosen ones to, to play always. And then there are other players. But now I think um, uh, there are they're still not. Um, Pilo doesn't have still idea of which ones are maybe the ones best for his type of game and which are the ones who can start off from from the bench. And also we have to remember that the the season um, Pilo will have five changes from, from from the bench. So it's 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 nice to have a, um, a, a squad so deep like, like like this year. I think the squad is more deep than than last year. And uh, there are players. Uh, maybe uh, last year we had play- players with big experience, like Pjanic, like Matuidi, like Iguain, that today uh, left Juventus. But they are—they've uh, been replaced with other players who who are very hungry for success, like McKenny, like Artur, uh, like Morata, um, who, who want to show something. And so I think that. Uh, Juventus, the, the, the Juventus of this year. We, we didn't see it already. We saw something against Roma, uh, against Sampdoria, something good against some, Sampdoria. Then we saw not so good. Uh, we, we saw a not very good Juve against Roma. And uh, I think Pirlo is uh, uh, um, still trying to find the balance uh, and the players and the position. And when he will find everything, I think we'll see a very great Juve. And I think we'll see a Juve. Uh, um, always um, um, with, um, with the will to, to score, with the will to stay forward. Uh, because uh, I think that the, the, the type of game that Pirlo has in his head is of Juventus trying to score many goals. And to Juventus that uh, uh, wants to please the supporters. And I think uh, Juventus uh, that, that Pirlo will, will want to make is the Juventus that also Sarri had in his mind. But didn't
0: uh, didn't manage to, to make it on the pitch. Well, yeah, we I'm extremely curious, and I think Pillar is experimenting, even because uh, if you think about that, we didn't have like the uh, usually preseason friendly that uh, yeah. we always have, and if you think today today, and we have like a Ronaldo or the best the international player that played in the middle of October more games with the national team than with Juventus. It's absolutely incredible in my opinion. So, we are almost done here Alberto. I have two quick questions for you. And uh, As a professional and uh, as one that uh, usually follows the press conference, mm-hmm. do you miss Allegri? Yes,
2: I miss him very much. I miss him every day. I, I, I miss him more than Mike's girlfriend <laughs> I
1: know I, that you're really good uh, at
0: <laughs> on having a, an allegory imitation that all, I, every time I hear it, yeah. he crack me Di, up. <laughs> Di-
2: Di-bal, Dibala Dibala Joha.
0: Dibala joha. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, he was he was, really, uh, he was really he was really he was really
1: he was really a great
2: trainer, I think he was a great trainer and I think he demonstrated like arriving two, two times to the final of Champions League and winning uh, five Scudetti. But also he was really uh, a good friend also. You, 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 you almost see him like a friend because he was really uh, silly. He liked to have fun also in press conference. He liked to joke. And I think um, going from Allegri to Sarri, was really really like from the day to the night Uh, and so me but also also all my all my colleagues uh, also all the journalists that follow Juventus really 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 miss Allegri
0: because he was a really good fellow you you can say (laughs) I said the last question I have I don't know Tiago want to ask you something really quick Mm -hmm.
1: no, actually, yeah, Alberto answered my question because I I was thinking about a difference between Allegri, Sari, and Pirlo, and he, he made a great resume about this. And honestly, that that that's so yeah, good. To Alberto,
0: hear. we no. know that you are us ins- insider, okay? So yeah. I had to ask you this. Okay, yeah. uh, we're living like a, a weird time, okay? But let's mm-hmm. say that uh, we weren't we weren't living COVID times uh, and everything was normal, okay? How uh, Juventus transfer market session would have been different?
2: <laughs> I think indeed it would have been different. Uh, I think that Juventus would have put a, a great uh, transfer. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that Pogba could be the could be the chosen one. Um, there, there are many. There are many confirmation about this because Juventus always liked Pogba, Paratici, Agnelli are always in love with Pogba, and so and the same player uh, really always had, um, always thought about Juventus with some nostalgia. Also, like uh, like Morata, no, they always thought about Juventus entering like a second house, a second home. Um, so I think that that without COVID, Juventus would have tried to make a big bid. Uh, a big offer to Paul Pogba and I think that could be the, the margins for him to, to return to Torino. Uh, and maybe uh, I think that Juventus could have also thought about a big, big player on the on the forward. Uh, because we all, we all know that Morocco wasn't the first choice and wasn't even the second choice. Uh, and I think Juventus would have tried someone maybe like Suarez. I'm not saying Messi because I think it's impossible <laughs> for teams, uh, except for Manchester City and other teams like PSG, Manchester City. Uh, um, try, thinking about Messi, also for, for Inter, Juventus, I think at this time is impossible. But I think that Juventus would have tried some, uh, some, some, something special for the forward, and I think maybe. Also and the centre, uh, also in midfield like Pogba. Um, I think that defence is, 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 is all right as it is. They made a, a, a great um, operation last year with the league. So I think that um, the defence is OK. And yeah. in, uh, for the forward, I don't know. Uh, I don't think Ju- Juventus could have had the, the strength to take Mbappé. But I think that it would be a profile um, on the level of, of Mbappé. So, a great, a great player
0: and also a young player. Okay. Officially, uh, 2020, I, I hate you even more right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, guys, Tiago, you want to add anything and any question?
1: Uh, I want to say thanks because uh, this, is, uh, this is a great episode and uh, I enjoyed yeah, so too. much no this problem. conversation.
0: We can, do it, uh, we can do it also in the future. Thank you so much. Okay, you. thank you so much for listening to us. Remember, to follow Radio Paganera remember download the app and remember to listen all the podcasts that you find over there you find a lot many 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 podcasts in Italian but uh, with really 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 speakers like like Alberto okay so if you had to listen I personally I love Terzo Tempo okay Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, that's it so as always follow us give us feedback and as always fino alla fine Sure, and uh, hello to everybody. For it's same. a pleasure to speak in English with you,
2: and uh, I want to say hello and fino alla fine to all Juventus supporters all
0: over the world. Yeah. Perfetto. Okay.